Welcome back to the From the Porch Swing podcast. I'm Kim. And I'm Nathan. And today is part two of our Christmas series. Last week we talked about a more purposeful Christmas, so if you didn't listen to that when you're done with this one, go back because I think there's some pretty good things sprinkled on in there. But today we're going to talk about how to teach our kids how to give and receive gifts this holiday season. Yeah, it should be good. Now, don't feel like you need to go back and listen to the other one to to listen to this one. No, do it afterwards. No, yeah, do it afterwards. I think you said that. I did. I wasn't paying attention, everybody. Sorry. All right. Well, do you want to pray? <laughs> Why not? Let's do that. Lord God, I thank you for tonight. I thank you for um, another chance to talk with people, talk to each other. Um, Lord, we know what Christmas means to us, that you gave your son for all of us, um, and we represent that by giving gifts to each other. So, Lord, help us to teach our children not only what it means to receive a gift, but also what it means to give a gift. Um, so let's let's talk about that. Please um, have the Spirit fill us as we discuss these topics. And it's in your Son's name I pray. Amen. So, a quick little disclaimer. <gasps> we are not pros at this. Our children oh, not at all. Our children are not the the perfect examples of giving and receiving gifts. Or any example, really. I mean, we're <laughs> as even adults, we we're not perfect in the giving and receiving gifts either. All the time. I think I'm pretty good at getting gifts. Yeah, but I mean, sometimes you could be either disappointed or have an expectation or you just get swept up. That Not maybe, me. Oh, you're Mr. Perfect. That's right. Well, <laughs> either way, we're going to, these are some things that we try to do with our kids um, that I think can be beneficial. Things that we remind them as birthdays or holidays come up or, you know, receiving gifts, giving gifts, you know, transpires. And hopefully, I mean, our kids do a pretty good job, but they're not perfect either. So let's first talk about the more, I don't know, the easier one. Because Ooh, why, you might, you why might, is it easier? Because I feel like people generally think, my kids know how to get a gift. Like, <laughs> that, that seems pretty easy. Like, they just, like, grab the gift and say thank you and tear into the paper. Yeah. Seems but, pretty easy. But there's, I think, another level to it that we have to, like, really teach our kids. Because kids can be, like, even us adults can be very selfish, can be very self-centered. And personally, it get, I don't like hearing my kids, or really, I mean, any kids, but especially mine, be like, did you get me a present? Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> hello, it's my birthday. Or hello, it's Christmas. Did you buy me a present? Like, that just seems rude. Yeah. Where they're not really thankful for the gift. They just want a gift. So I think we really need to teach our kids that, like, whether it's your birthday or it's Christmas, like, we shouldn't have the expectation that people have to give me a gift. So to pick on our own family for a second, I can think of one child right now that is very much that way. Okay. This child, even when we go to the store, is like, what are you going to buy me? Yeah. I'm not going to say, oh, it's a she, so it's one of our girls. Well, I mean, she even goes to, you know, grandma's house, and she's like, can I take this home? 
So her love language, grandparents, is gift giving. And we're working on it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, gift giving or taking or whatever. But yeah, she expects yeah. something. She, she likes, Whether it's a she birthday <laughs> or a store visit. Buy or something. Just a visit to Grandma and Grandpa's. Right. And we don't buy her stuff all the time. But not, she's, not at all. she's expecting it. Yeah, so she is probably the one we're going to have to work on the most this particular holiday season. Yeah, we'll make her listen to this episode for sure. For sure, and see if she knows we're talking about her. Um, But yeah, we don't want our kids to be like, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. I need, I need. Name the line, name the movie, (laughs) Um, listeners. But it's true, we don't want that. So I think we really need to teach our kids, let's not ask for things let's not ask for presents like if somebody gives it to us be thankful for it but we shouldn't expect somebody to buy it for us just because it's my birthday or in this particular case it's christmas yeah that's true uh just the the act of expecting or assuming things is just make you've, you those kids are entitled for sure and that is well it's not a great characteristic no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know how to, to put it nicely. I'm just saying that's not good. Um and some of our kids are that way and we are we don't like it. No. And there I'm sure every kid adult is going to go through a phase and it's just we need to be aware of it and we need to correct the behavior. Yeah. Sure. Even in ourselves. Mhm. Um and then to go along with that like Teach them that whatever gift they do happen to get is given with love. Like, it doesn't matter if it's your most favorite Christmas present that year. Maybe you really eh, don't really like it. Like, be appreciative that somebody took the time and effort to think about what to get you and to actually spend money or time, if they made it, on a present for you. It goes for adults as well. Like, we need to remember that, too. Especially, ladies, if, like, your husband buys you a gift, if it's not something that you would necessarily pick out, we should be thankful that our husband bought us a gift. (laughs) I actually remembered it was Christmas. Yeah, husbands, uh, make sure you buy gifts. (laughs) And it doesn't have to be anything, like, extravagant. But we're talking about kids here. Um, Right. But, yeah, we really need to teach our kids. And I feel like we verbalize it very well in our our home. Um, because something we'll get to later on, buying gifts for each other, um, especially like our boys, because they're the older ones, they understand a little more. You know, I always remind them, like, remember, Michael or Daniel bought, like, right before they open it, they bought you this because they love you. They thought you'd like it. Because maybe it's not going to be their favorite thing, but their brother did something for him. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, we'll talk about more about that in the second part of this episode. Yeah, but we need to be thankful no matter what the gift is. Somebody did something for us. Yeah. Do you want to hear a story from my past? Sure. This doesn't have to. This doesn't involve me. I can't remember if I was born yet. But <laughs> so not your past. No, it's uh, one of my brothers. Uh, this is one of our favorite stories to relive um, because it's on video. Oh. It was recorded. Uh, my brother's birthday he got a gift from my grandma his grandma too and uh that how it works? <laughs> he opened the gift he looked at it for a, a hot second 
And then he says, dumb. <laughs> I think I know it, brother. <laughs> and then and then you see, I think it was my mom. She came into the frame of the video, like, like kind of scolding him. And then, and then she leaves and he, he picks it up again, looks at it, and just like throws it on the table. <laughs> oh, it was so funny and so naughty. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> I'm sure he got a good spanking after that. But, oh, man, that that's so much fun to watch that video. But I don't know. I would feel like I would be mortified if that happened with one of our kids. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, because somebody did something nice for you. You can mace. And guys, we're not, it's not lying to people. So don't be like, well, you're lying if you say you like it. No, because you don't have to like the gift. You can just be appreciative of the gesture. Yeah. Yeah. Secretly even, not like it, but even, appreciate the gesture. <laughs> All that, that seems a little dishonest. But you can, you can, uh, even if it's not something that you really love, you can at least maybe even just strike, strike up a conversation with the person about the gift. Yeah. I remember uh, I got a gift from a certain person. It was a book that I had no idea what it was or what I really, if I would ever read it. But I was like, what? Okay, so what was the thought process behind buying this specific one? I remember that conversation. And it was a time for us to connect me and that person. I still don't think I've ever read that book, but I appreciate that they know that I like reading and that, you know. Yeah. So I got I made a connection with that person, and your kids can do that too if they, you know, make a dialogue out of it. And I think the thing that we need to teach them, no matter what, and this is with gift giving and just manners in general, is to make sure to say thank you. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, thank the person when you get a gift. Like... Um, and especially like for grandparents, they kind of get more than one gift for your kid. Like, and in our case, both of us grew up, like if you listen to last episode, it still does, still applicable to our adulthood. We always open presents one at a time and it's not, this kid opens all his presents one at a time. It's like, you kind of draw names or you pick and choose or you just grab a present. Oh, it's for this person. Um, so every time they open a new gift, make sure there's a thank you with it. Yeah. So, you know, the, the kid knows who gave him that gift. Like this one is from grandma. This one is from your brother. They open it and they say, oh, look at this. It's this thing. Thank you to that person specifically. Yeah. That's why I like the one at a time thing. And even if that person ended up giving you five gifts in one day in a multiple, you know, however long it takes you to open up all of your presents on Christmas. Like, make sure every gift we want our kids to say thank you. It's simple manners. Mm -hmm. It really is. But it also shows our kids how to verbalize it to somebody else. Yeah. We should be a thankful people. Not only to... The Bible commands us to be thankful to God at all times, but we should be thankful for each other, especially if there are certain things that uh, other people are doing for us, like giving us a gift. Yeah. So, receiving gifts, they know how to do that. Yeah, you know, but there is some common c- courtesy right. that goes along with it that I think we need to make sure we teach our kids. Right. There's more than just taking a package and opening it up. Exactly. There's, there's more. There's you got to have a little bit of thought, a little bit of feeling, a little bit of thankfulness. <laughs> is that a song? I don't know. <laughs> Let's make one. All right. Next week. Yeah. <laughs> next week we'll debut our solo single here. So the second part, Mm. 
giving gifts. Oh, okay. This one might be harder. And it's stuff that, like, our boys being older, our girls don't fully understand this concept just yet. Jane's probably getting a little bit older to comprehend it. But, yeah, kind of. But I remember our boys, like, I don't know if it was last year or the year before when we took them shopping. And we're like, all right, you need to pick out, I can't even remember which kid it was. Pick out a kid for your, you know, a present for your brother. And all they were like is, I like this, I like this, I like this. They like, all they were thinking about was, I want to buy this for my brother, but I like it. So like, we really have to teach the, not about you. (laughs) What is this other person like? Like really thinking not about yourself, because we're very selfish people, thinking outward. So really figuring out. Who am I buying for and what would they like? Not what I like, what I like. Yeah. And it can be really hard. It can be. Uh, I'd say for me, it is very hard. I like the idea of giving gifts, but thinking out what this other person would like, whether it's a trinket or something that's um, useful or in their interest or not, it's it can be very hard. Yeah. What, what does that person like? And I'm just thinking this literally off the cuff popped into my head if like for that's all the things i say (laughs) like whether i mean thinking as like an adult like giving a gift to somebody and you're like what do i buy this person like maybe it could be helpful to get a piece of paper and write out all the things you know about them do they drink coffee do they like to read like list out things you know about them and then their personalities and try to find a gift that matches some of those and maybe that could be helpful. So, like, maybe for your kids, so let's just use ours, too, for example. Like, Daniel, what do you know about Michael? What does Michael like? And then have him, like, talk about what Michael likes and then be like, okay, what could we get him that he would like? Because then he would have ideas written down. So maybe that's a great thing to, for adults and kids, right. <laughs> to try and to figure out a gift. <laughs> sometimes they'll have good answers. Our kids surprise me sometimes. But... A lot of times you got to walk him through it. Okay, does he actually like this or is that just you? Mm-hmm. Do you do you think he'll actually use this item or is it just flashy on the shelf? Like yes. so Yeah, it's it's a it's training. You're training your kids, you're teaching them. You're parenting them? Yeah. To think about others, oh. figure out what other people like and not just about themselves. Mm. Um one question that I heard recently that I thought was, like, really good. All season long, you ask your kids, what do you want for Christmas? <laughs> because you want to know what to get them. Grandparents want to know what to get them. If you do some sort of gift exchange, other people want to know what your kid wants. So you ask that all the time. So mm-hmm. many times throughout mm-hmm. the year. But instead of asking that, I mean, you still can but maybe more, ask this more, make it more prominent. What do you want to get somebody else for Christmas? Let them think of a friend or a family member and then think, well, what could we get that person? So whether it's like, Michael, what do you want to get? Who do you want to get a gift for this year? And then let him think of somebody that's not himself and get a gift for him. Yeah, there you go. That's a, a good way to start the process of thinking selflessly. Because we keep asking, hey, what do you want? What do you want? Oh, let me think about myself. Let me think about me. But if you're initially starting out with, what do you want to get someone else? They're not thinking inwardly. They're thinking outwardly early in the season. Yeah. Great idea. 
and it's something you can do in a budget too. Like, you know, obviously if you don't have a lot of a budget, maybe pick like one person to get somebody or to get someone something or nice. make something for someone. <laughs> like any type of gesture. Like maybe you don't have the money to go out and buy your friend or your anyone a present, but maybe like could you make them a card or maybe we should make them a batch of cookies and drop it off. You know, something, it could still be handmade. You could still get something for somebody else that isn't lot of money i mean quite honestly the mother might not like it but if you don't have a lot of money you could take your kid to the dollar store if you like because kids love the junk at dollar stores kids love junk (laughs) they do mothers hate it but children love it (laughs) so if you have to do something like that because the mother will at least appreciate the gesture if your kid is buying for a friend Hmm. yeah i agree also Here's a little plug for a show we keep referencing a lot. (laughs) A plug as if it's still in syndication. It's not, but it's uh, free on uh, Amazon, so go watch it. Um, There's a show we like. It's called Little House on the Prairie. Mm. And it's in season one, episode 14. I actually just watched it with the kids again last week because it's a Christmas episode. So why not watch a Christmas episode you know, during the Christmas season. Yeah, um, but it's called Christmas at Plum Creek. And what's great about this particular episode is it's all about gift giving. Not receiving, gift giving. The whole episode is how can I get money to buy somebody a gift? How can I make somebody a gift? It's all it's all outward. They never talk about what they want. It's what can I get Pa for Christmas? What does Ma want for Christmas? Can I pause you there? Sure. Are there two Christmas things in season one? Because um, isn't there a Christmas thing in the pilot episode? Yeah, there's because the pilot episode's like an hour and a half. Okay. Two Christmases in season one. Yeah. What a bargain. And in that first Christmas, if you guys don't <laughs> know, they literally got oranges, a peppermint stick. Mm, a penny. A penny and, and a, a drinking cup. A mug. They yeah, got a, a glass. Mug. And they were so happy. So happy. And sadly... Different time, but yeah, I get it. And sadly, people wouldn't be happy with that stuff nowadays. But we, as a Kolb family, are having more of a little house Christmas this year. Because we talk about how wonderful they are and grateful they are for having a simple Christmas. They don't need all the flash. Yep. That's what we got our kids. Those four items. (laughs) Nothing else. We didn't. We haven't. But we're taking a much more simpler, old-school approach to Christmas this year. But the point of it was... Right, back to the other episode. Episode 14 was it's all about gift giving. What can I do for somebody else? So it's a great visual and conversation starter to show your kids. Like, they, Laura and Mary, being like the kids of the episode, didn't think of themselves at all. Like, especially, like, Laura, I'm not going to spoil it because I want you to go watch it, but Laura, how <laughs> the she... show is almost 50 years old. How she gave <laughs> a gift to her mom was a very selfless act. Yes. So. I am going to spoil it. Okay. It's a very, uh, oh, no, I'm not, because I don't know the reference. What's the reference that, uh... Is it... Is it the gift of the Magi? There you go. The gift of the Magi. It's very the gift of the Magi. Yes. She selflessly gave up her most prized possession at the time. To buy something for her mom. 
Again, this show is almost 50 years old. It's not much of a spoil. No, but maybe these people haven't. And you guys, you are missing yeah, out. You waste, you, you've had your time. You can watch it now <laughs> and just say, why did those cobs spoil this old show for me? But gift-giving, key of that episode, which goes to our next, like, the two points kind of go back, or kind of hand-in-hand. Hand. What we do in our house is sibling gift-giving. Where right now, maybe it'll change as they get older, but right now, Michael and Daniel each buy for each other, and Jane and Emma each buy for each other. So having your kids give a gift for somebody else. You could draw names. I don't care how you do it, but it's a great way to let me get my siblings something because there are so many times where your siblings, they fight. They say, no, you can't have that. It's mine. There's a lot of, there's a lot of riffraff. So... <laughs> make them think about the other and give them something for Christmas. Yeah. And uh, it will be rough the first few years because they're not going to think about what the other person wants. But I think this Unless year... Unless your kids they, are older. Right. I mean, if they're teenagers, they might do a pretty pretty decent job. But um, no, I think our kids, this is our third-ish year doing this. I think so. And I think they got it. They did really well this this time. Yep. I mean, Emma and Jane made it very easy for each other. They're like, this is what I want. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> so now they're both like, it's got to be under the tree, right? <laughs> um, the, the boys have no idea what each other got, and they really took the time to, to think about it. Mm-hmm. And are very excited to give each other the gift. Yeah, that's the fun part. They're like, I can't wait for them to get this gift. They're going to be so excited. They're going to love it. <laughs> <laughs> So it's it's good. It's good as they get older to like see their excitement in doing it. And for us, usually, um, we kind of do stockings because those are you know, those are generally pretty universal. I'm assuming. Um, but then the first thing we do after that is the siblings have to give each other the gift before they get anything from like mom and dad. Like we make that a priority. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another thing we did this. If you listen to last week's episode, when I was growing up, we did a cousin gift exchange. So this might depend on everybody's budget, the amount of cousins you have. Maybe you don't have any cousins, so maybe you can't do it. I don't know. Um, but a cousin gift exchange. So draw names and cousins buy for each other. Another great way to give somebody else a gift. Yeah. Share the love. Share the love. Share the love. Um, another thing that we do, or at least I don't know if Nathan does, I do this with the kids, um, is what does dad want for Christmas? What should we get dad for Christmas? So, ah. Or dad, what does mom want? What should we get mom for Christmas? So you could have that conversation or maybe, I don't know, but yeah. <laughs> I was thinking like multiple, going with this? multiple things in my head, like whether... I don't know if you as a couple give each other gifts, but, like, have your kids pick out a gift to get mom or dad for Christmas. That's okay. kind of what I was going with. I got you. Um, and then teach them. Sorry. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Teach them why we give a gift to somebody else. Uh, that we give them a gift because we love them. Mm. At least we should, I hope we yeah, love our usually, siblings. Usually you love the person you give a gift to. Even if it's like your friend, there's a, a there's a, a friendship kind of love too. Like, yeah, you can love your friend. Yeah, well, I'm just I'm making that clear. Okay, like you, you can do I that. Think, I think our listeners should. Well, know that. kids might not understand that. Okay, yeah, that's a good point. I friendship you. Yeah, you can love your friend without it being weird. <laughs> <laughs> 
Have you heard of, you know what the word plutonic means there, son? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> but, so, you know, you might have to, like, you know, you could give, you, you give your friend a gift because he's your friend and you like him. Like, you could use, like, you, you know, go. those kind of words. But for, like, your family members, like, we love grandma. We love your brother. We love your sister. We love your cousin. Like, that's why we give a gift. That's why we're giving them because we love them. And this is our way. Obviously, we verbalize I love you, but this is a way we can show them that we love you. Yeah. Perfect. Which kind of leads us. We're only going to talk about this for a little bit. Oh. Because it's our big topic for next week. Ah. But do you want to talk about a short little teaching kids why the ultimate reason we give gifts? (laughs) Sure. I kind of alluded to it in our prayer mm-hmm. already, but we give gifts at Christmas time because the greatest gift of all time, all of history, all of physical, you know, creation was, that's what we celebrate on Christmas, the gift of Jesus Christ, which was salvation. Salvation. Jesus came down to save us from, well, death. <laughs> Sorry. Again, we'll talk about it some more next week. But um, yeah, to and to remember that to to uh, not empath- emphasize isn't the right word. What's the word? Not recreate either. Whatever. We do the same thing. We give gifts to each other because we love each other. We're obviously not giving salvation, but we are trying to represent that um, with our own gifts. Uh, but yeah, again, we'll talk about it later. But it all comes back to Jesus. That's the point. It, it does. It is. It does. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Christmas, his name is in there. Right. <laughs> kind of makes sense when you put it all together. Uh, you know, kind of. It's kind of in there. Subtly. It's subtle. I'm just being a little legalistic because Christ <laughs> isn't his name. Well. It's his title. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we, got, we got that. Well, okay. Some people. Right. Maybe this is new for someone else. Maybe. You never know. But we'll talk a lot more about Christ. <laughs> Jesus, Emmanuel, all of his names next week. Yeah, yes. Do you want to hear a story? Sure. (laughs) So there was this kid in uh, high school whose last name was Christ. Christ. C-R-I-S-E. And he was like trying to play off that he was related to Jesus. And we're all like, you're dumb. (laughs) (laughs) First off, it's not spelled the same. And two, Christ was not his name. He didn't. He didn't want to hear that. Probably not. (laughs) But hopefully, listeners. Yeah, sorry if your last name's Christ and you thought you were <laughs> related to Jesus. It's not true. Um, hopefully, you guys have a good holiday season with your kids, and that some of this stuff was applicable to you. I mean, maybe you already do some of this stuff. Maybe your kids are really good at it. I don't know. But if you struggle, hopefully, this was helpful. Yeah, and uh, this might be a good year to implement some of these thankfulness things because I bet a lot of our wallets around the nation are pretty tight with the economy not doing so great at the moment. So maybe your gifts aren't as big as they were in the past, and this is kind of the year that your kids will be like... a little house Christmas. Yeah, maybe your kids are like, this isn't... They're going to pull a a, a Dudley Dursley and be like, what, 36... That's two less than last year, or whatever he says. Last year there was 37. There you go. <laughs> so maybe well, some of these are a bit more bigger than last year. Maybe they'll feel that way. Like, these aren't, uh, this isn't as big as last year. Like, well, this is the year to kind of say, hey, times are tight. 
Let's be appreciative of what we do have. Let's thank the people that gave us these gifts. And, you know, so maybe this is a good year to do it. Yeah. And I think also to go along with that, um, which is something that we've been doing, we've been doing a different Advent. I don't remember if we talked about it last week, so apologies if this is like, guys, I heard this already. I think you did. Okay. Well, look, a quick one in case they weren't listening last week. Yeah, or, or, or if gotten. I wasn't listening. Okay. <laughs> um, we're doing much a different Advent this year where we're doing a Christmas-based family activity every day. Yeah, activity. Whether it's baking cookies or um, going caroling or looking at Christmas lights. Or popcorn garland. Popcorn garland, reading stories, like Christmas stories. Um, so if your pocketbook has to be tighter, whether it's a have to be, you want it to be, you know, need or want, it doesn't matter, like... Have your Christmas be what um, the more important things are, which is, like, time, family, memories. Like, the gift should be, like, a bonus. Like, an extra little I love you. A little, yeah. little something, you know, a little the, the ribbon on top. But, like, the package, the gift should be the time and the memories. So if you have to... It's okay to have your gift giving and receiving look a little different than it has in the years past. And it's a great way to, I guess, yeah, talk to your kids about the more important things in life that aren't always the presents. Yeah, agreed. So, was there anything else you wanted to say? I feel like you have something to say. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I would, for some reason, I have a Ebenezer Scrooge on my mind. Okay. Talking about frivolities at Christmas time. People spend their money on frivolities. You don't necessarily have to do that. No. I'm, 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 I'm ironically saying what Scrooge said. <laughs> you don't have to spend all your money on frivolities if you can just spend time with your people you love. Yeah. Interact with your kids. Read stories. Do things together. Which is what we talked about last week. And surprisingly, I shouldn't say surprisingly in like that sense. Because it's not surprising that he would talk about this. It just was surprising that it went so well hand-in-hand with what we talked about last week, but um, our pastor today in his sermon talked about, like, the statistics of um, people who are stressed out or mental disorders being, like, more increased or people that struggle with it struggle even more during the holiday season because all of the get-togethers, all of the presents to buy, like, it's just more of a stressful time of year. So just try to eliminate that stress and teach your kids that too. Sure. I can't comment on that because I didn't hear the message. Well, it's because you were teaching Sunday school today. I was, yeah. I was with younger kids. But I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Nice job. <laughs> nice job. Preach. Uh, so your challenge for this week um, is have your child, even if it's one person in your family, pick out a gift for somebody else. Maybe it's a handmade gift. Maybe you can have the money and go to the store and buy something. Maybe it's just from the dollar store. Whatever it is, have your child pick something out for somebody else. Whether you keep in the family or just be like, who? Pick anybody you know. Who do you want to get a gift for? And let them do something for somebody else. Mm, Good challenge. So your teaser for next week, which we've already teased last week and this week multiple times, is we're going to talk about the real meaning of Christmas. Why we celebrate Christmas. Sounds good. We'll see you then. <laughs>